welcome to Delusions of Grandeur podcast. This is episode 23. I'm Lady Naomi. And I'm here today, as usual, with the glorious... Chrissy Marie! <laughs> hey, Chrissy Marie, how's your week been? Amazing. Amazing? Yeah, awesome. Not just good? No, no, no. They're always fantastic. Are they? I get to keep coming back here, so I feel like it's... It's always a good week when I get to come back. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It's yep. better than the option of not coming back. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So what are we talking about today? What's 23 all about? So 23 is all about coercive control. Ooh. Not going to be much humour in this, is there? Oh, uh, you know what though? Like if that's a coping mechanism that, that people have for, for a serious topic, then then sure. Um, but I really... I, I know that we're normally very happy and laughy and we've spoken about some heavy topics like death and funerals and, and that kind of thing. But this is actually like a, a really serious sit down girlfriend conversation that mm, we need to absolutely, have. Absolutely. Um, I just feel so passionately about it. And I've seen so many beautiful people impacted by this that it's like we need to talk about it um, and really shine a light on it. All right. Well, let's start. Give us a definition of coercive control. Yep. So... The definition of coercive control is an act or pattern of acts of assaults, threats, humiliation, intimidation, or other abuse that is used to harm, punish, isolate, or frighten their victims. Um, and it's a strategic form of ongoing oppression and terrorism used to instill fear. Yeah, that yep. does it. Yeah, exactly. And and that's it. its definition is this is this is not a joke. This is not something to take lightly. Um, and and. Again, there's been some really high-profile cases of of this where it's turned deadly. You mm-hmm. know, it's gone from the co- coercive control, and, and unfortunately, statistically, so many of these patterns of people demonstrating coercive control behaviour then turn into physical and and murders. We you know we've seen that occur even locally. Um, just recently, there was a, a beautiful young girl who was stabbed to death by her her partner. Um, oh, after look, a pattern there's virtually of, one in the news every yep, day. Yep, yeah. Or um, every other day. That That's the thing. And mm. it's. I would hate to think that we would be desensitised to this or just think that in some way this is normal or okay because it's so prevalent. And it's like, no, it's it's not It's not okay. We need to really shine a light on it. We need to be having conversations with our friends and our family um, and calling calling this stuff out where we where we see it and mm-hmm. where it's safe to do so because the last thing we want to do is inflame a situation or put somebody into a, a potentially unsafe situation but we need to to know what to be looking out for as well and can I just say that primarily uh, and certainly in the media it's reported as male assaulting female but it can also be female assaulting female male assaulting male and female assaulting male it's across all of society, but it is certainly more reported, and that may not mean more prevalent, but more reported as males assaulting females. Yeah, this spans all genders and gender identities and relationship Absolutely. types. Absolutely. And yep. the information that what we want to talk about today is valid and usable, whatever your identity, sexuality, choice partner is exactly exactly so what i'm I'm going to talk through is some of the signs of coercive control and we can unpack each of them sort of as we go through um and this is it's not a a complete list but these are some of the things that that may indicate that that Mm -hmm. coercive control is in play so um isolating you from your support system um is is a big one and that could be um 
the methods of communication are, are taken away from you or it could be, mm. you know, preventing you from being able to go places to meet with your family, friends, or, loved ones. Or even as simple as, I don't like your mother, she can't come here. Yeah, exactly. Any yeah. any of that yeah. stuff, for sure. I, I don't like your school friends. You don't need them in your life. That's it. Yeah, I love you more yeah. and, yeah, yeah or it's yeah. all you of that kind of stuff. You don't need them, you've got me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But it can be physical as well, as in removal of phone access. Yep. Yeah, monitoring of social media, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, sorry, that's the next one is monitoring your activity through the day. Mm. So that that can either be through, you know, the, the use of social media, but it can also be a legal app um, tracking of, of you in your vehicle or in your movements or of the the tabs you have open on, on your phone. So it can be physical or, or digital tracking um, and in, uh, monitoring of, of you and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, denying your freedom and autonomy. Um, so again, it's that, oh, you, you're not allowed to do that. Um, you know, and even the, the one that, um, yeah, really sort of grinds me is, is, you know, if you loved me, you wouldn't do that. Or if you loved me, you would do that. Mm. Um, you know, and, and using that guilt, that's another one is guilting you into making, um, certain decisions. Uh, gaslighting Mm -hmm. is, is a huge one. And that's where, uh, you know, you, you've gotten upset about something and they're like, oh, you know, you you always overreact or you know that's not what I meant. Um, and and again, gaslighting is, is hmm. dangerous and icky in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a standalone behaviour, but is also um, can be an indicator of, of coercive control. Um, leading it into that, things like severe criticism, um, humiliating, degrading, um, name-calling and putting you down can also be financial. So it can be limiting oh, your, yeah. your access to money. Yeah. Um, and can also extend into controlling your basic needs. So it can be controlling things like food, going, you know what, you're you're too fat, you shouldn't be eating that. Um, you know, no, I'll, you'll eat when I eat or um, any of those types of things. So it, it can actually be um, d- denying the most basic mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of human rights and, yeah. and human needs. Um, reinforcing traditional gender roles. Yeah, true. Yep. So it's like you're the woman. You need to cook and, me dinner and stay home. And and it's, it's there's a religious aspect as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It's not just gender. No. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. Um. And again, it it, it can be reversed. So it could be you know, for example, a, a husband that stays home and the wife that that works, for example. And um. And I know it's it's. A, normal assumption to kind of go, oh, well, the, the wife would be the one staying at home and therefore the husband would be the perpetrator. Um, no, in, in the world we live in now, it's it's very different and, and anybody can be subjected to these behaviours. Mm, because the, those roles are interchangeable and some terms are redundant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, turning your kids against you um, and also things like threatening your children, pets or loved ones. Oh, yeah. Children are often the pawn in the game, aren't they? Oh, it's, yeah, it, it's pretty tragic um, to, to see that um, as an outsider looking in. Um, things like controlling aspects of your health and body. That's a, a really, you know, things like birth control. No, we, you know, even the use of condoms, um, that kind of thing. All of those, if, if you don't have the say over what happens there, if you don't have the, the, the autonomy over your body and the choices that you're making, that can be coercive control. Mm. Um, and even down to, there was a, a beautiful young girl who was on her, her health journey um, and she was losing weight and feeling really good about herself and found this this partner 
um, and they insisted that she stop working out. Um, they actually prevented her from going on a hike because oh. they didn't want her to lose weight. Um, really? And I, I just take a huge offence to that, first of all, but also just get really scared when I hear stories mm. like that going, you know what, like if you're in a, a relationship and those signs are there in the early days of your relationship, yeah, run a mile, yeah. like please yeah. run a mile. Do you want to live like that? No. 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 Do you need to live like that? No. That's it. That's it. And it, it hot tip, it won't get easier with kids. It won't get easier with time. Um, oh, no, it won't. The, the more that you travel on your journey together, the older you get, the more financial responsibilities that you share together, the what? harder it is to get out. What does Dr. Phil say about the indication of... The best indication of future behaviour is past behaviour. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's it's like the whole cheating. If someone cheats with you, they'll cheat on you because mm. that, that's mm. who they are. And so, um, you know, they're not called red flags for a reason. <laughs> Well, I think they are called red flags for a reason because they're red flags. That's the thing. Like yeah. red is the sign of danger. Yeah. Red is like yeah. run away, stop, do not enter. Um, and I think that that's a really important. Don't don't try and minimize when you when you're seeing this stuff in your own relationship, or if you're if you've got a friend that's telling you about this stuff, don't go. Oh wow, he must really love you that he's doing this stuff to you. Be, be concerned, be worried about this type of behavior because it's not normal and it's not loving behavior. And if you're not seeing someone that you would normally see a fair bit because, mm, you know, they can't go out because they're not allowed, you need to step up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what can you do? If you see someone or you know of someone who's experiencing some of these behaviors, how do you act? What do you do? Well, um, you can speak to – there's a, a hotline, which is 1-800-RESPECT. Um, that's in Australia. That's in Australia. That's right. White Ribbon also has some resources in terms of that. Um, well, the, the tips that have been provided by the, the power of the interwebs are things like keeping a journal and making notes, mm-hmm. especially if you're, um, you feel like you, you might be being gaslit where you're – being told that your reaction to things is is unreasonable or irrational um so just kind of capture that and i know we we spoke a little bit about that in our journaling as far as capturing your feelings and and being able to talk talk through stuff in your head through your journal um ask for help so again asking for help can be any of the the hotlines mentioned there but also walk into any police station yeah there's someone there who can help you there's someone there who can give you advice in New South Wales, there's domestic violence liaison officers. Ask to speak to one. Yeah. It doesn't mean someone's going to be charged. It doesn't mean someone's going to get into trouble. It just may give you a contact with a service who can assist you. Yeah. Um, yeah, any police station. And I'm saying that for New South Wales, but I would say it's common throughout all of Australia and probably all of the world. Yeah. Yeah, and every town's got one. Well, just about every town's got one. Almost, yeah. The other one um, that's important is is in terms of planning your escape. Um, so the the advice they're given is getting important documents, getting a list of contacts, mm-hmm. so that if your phone um, is confiscated, you've still got a, a way of contacting friends and family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also having important documents like your identity documents, birth certificates, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that that if it is required that you you start again um that you have have the ability to to do that that. yep exactly um the other one is is trusting your gut 
Like it, it really oh, is. Yeah. Um, if if stuff feels yucky and it feels wrong, then it probably is wrong. That that's and it probably thing. is yucky. Yeah, and if and you're always you want to live like that, exactly. And if you're always being made to feel like you are wrong, um, then there's there's probably either a problem, or maybe you're not in the right relationship. Mm. Maybe it's time to go. Okay, we, we're not we're not here for each other. We're not helping each other out. It's time to go. Um, and then, um, it, as, as you'd already mentioned there, Lady Naomi, just looking out for your friends and family. If you've got that friend that, that all of a sudden's dropped off the face of the planet. You've got to find out why. That's it. Just just to check in. Um, but also being, uh, sort of listening to your own gut as you do that. So that if you've got a friend that's kind of um, saying to you, no, no, look, everything's fine. Um read into that yeah yeah you know and and even try to meet them at a cafe or something where you can maybe even if they are being monitored or their words might be monitored they may be able to communicate with you in other ways Mm. um but yeah it's it is really about shining a light on this this disgusting behavior um and, and again i think the the trap especially for young people when they're maybe in one of their first real relationships a lot of these types of things can really feel like love. You know, the the love bombing where you're getting the messages about how much they love. That's it. And I love you and I just want to be with you. And nobody mm. understands you like I do. Mm. And, oh, you know, let's let's run away together. And mm. so it, it's tricky because there's so many of these behaviors where they're, that they're not good intentions. It's not a romantic intention. It's a, a, a controlling, dominating type of intention there to isolate you from the people who can be your sounding board and can be your sense checks on stuff. Um, but also, you know, c- controlling aspects of your life that no other person has the damn right to control. Mm. In, uh, in Australia, I'm aware only recently, one of the big banks, yep. the Commonwealth Bank, mm-hmm. is offering services to people in this exact situation yep they uh so yeah if you can't get to a police station go and visit your commonwealth bank yeah yeah exactly seek help it it, it is and it, it may be that it, it's just a glitch yeah it's just an issue that can be resolved but it may be something far more sinister far more dangerous yeah knowledge is power exactly find out ask look around is this happening to your friends ask your friends the question oh does he look through your phone at night yeah yep does he tell you that you can't be friends with boys or girls or, you know, like are there certain genders that you are prevented from yeah. from forming friendships with? Have you had to give up friendships with people because of their gender or their role in your world? Mm. Um, again, it's, it's be on the lookout for those types of behaviours because true love is not about having to give up everything and no. everyone that you hold no. near and dear. And friendships are different for every person in society, mm. but there are some commonality of of factors, some commonality of behaviour that you may not recognise, but you need to sort of step back and go, oh, hang on, is this right? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's, as a, a young woman, I, you know, you always looked at your friends' relationships and that kind of thing. 
sometimes flip that magnification from your your friends' friendships into your relationships into your own. To so get it's, yourself. That's exactly right. And mm. go, if this was happening to my best friend. What would I do? That's it. Would I be okay with this? Mm. How would I feel? I'd be mm. angry at that. Well, why? And why are you letting that happen to, to you? you? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just think that there is an opportunity to, to start a conversation about this and um, to really break the stigma in terms of what a healthy relationship looks like. And I'm very fearful that in this world, this Instagram world where we look at everything on the outside being amazing and, and everything's like it's perfection, but the, you know, the apple's rotting at its core, how do we actually um, uncover these not so great behaviors that are coming out and how do we call it for what it is no you you don't love her you are controlling you are um yeah I again I just I feel so passionately about it because I I would hate to think that any of my loved ones or any of my children would ever be in a position where they were being taken advantage of and they were being manipulated and controlled and made to doubt themselves and made them make themselves feel like they are anything less than what they are. Um, and, and I think that this is a really kind of sneaky topic because things like domestic violence and domestic abuse, there's bruises, there's, there's an event, there's, there's been the hitting, there's, Hmm. whereas, um, this is more undercover, unseen, unnoticed it's by everyone sneaky. else. It's, yeah. it's the cockroach yeah. behaviour where it only comes out at night when no one's watching and there's no witnesses and mm. it's all in your head or you're made to feel like you're just mm. imagining stuff. Um, but again, it's it's just an overall disrespect. And, you know, <laughs> when you look at something like Romeo and Juliet, you, you look at it in a different context when you start exploring all of these types of, of behaviours. You're like, that is not a love story, my friends. Like, um, and, and so I really just want the message to be today to go as, as a person, as, as a human being entering into relationships, just have your radar on and, and try not to – you know, it's to say, follow your heart, but take your brain with you. <laughs> okay. You know, and it, it's kind of do allow yourself to, to be loved and have a, a loving relationship, but also just have that little cynical brain still firing going, well, why is he telling me that he loves me and wants to move in after two dates? Mm. You know, like, don't get me wrong. You are all that. You are fabulous. And, and you know, oh, yeah. any, any person would love you, but just sort of look at, what might be gained by by that bold declaration of love so early yeah. in the piece because love isn't it's not just an instant thing where you're like oh my god it's, unless it's me with a dog I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I love you but as a as a human I think that you can have a passion you can you know you can fall in lust with somebody at first sight mm-hmm. but then you need to know the intricacies of that person as a human and and they could be hot they could be great in bed but they could be a really shit human and they can be mm. displaying some of these behaviors mm. so yeah and ask about previous relationships that they've been in yeah you know, why, why did it end what <laughs> what was that person like what what commonality do i have with that person what mm. do you like about me that you didn't like in them it, it, it just again it comes back to knowledge is power ask the question yep. look around but Keep an eye out on your friends. Absolutely. Yeah, this is Watch the what twofold. Watch friends are up to. Yeah. Yep, yep. Take yeah. care of yourself. Take care of your friends. Yep. And family. Absolutely. Like, again, this can, this can be happening to your mum or your dad 
or your sister or your brother or your kids. So it, it doesn't discriminate. Mm. It's not an mm. age-based. I think that sometimes it can be a bit more prevalent with younger people because of that young love and everything's so much more intense when mm-hmm. it's your first real relationship or, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. Um, but literally this can happen to any Anybody. person at any age. Yep. Um, and, and again, it's when you shine a light on stuff like this, the the mystery and the secretiveness of it loses its power. Mm-hmm. You call it out and, and again, it's like, no, you don't get to to say that you don't yeah, get to do yeah, that and absolutely. we see we see your shitty behavior and you as a shitty person for for doing it so yeah and if you're uncomfortable now and something's happening to you now yep. that you're not sure about that you're unhappy about if you're isolated from your friends and can't talk to them walk into a police station yep just yep. go and ask ask the question that's it. Again, even 1-800-RESPECT. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. 1-800-RESPECT is a hotline that's set up to be able to both listen to you, um, to, to give you that that extra person, extra set of ears to, to try and make sense of what might be happening to you, but also give you some really practical mm. next steps in terms of what mm. that might look like for you. So as much as you might feel like you're alone today, you you're are not. not. Um, you are so not. That's yeah. it. And, and your family is still going to love you no matter what happens and all that anybody's family wants for you is to be safe and so um let them help you be safe Mm. yeah well that was uh not our usual type of podcast no but again i feel so important so important so important yeah Yeah. um but again if if you did want to you know reach out to us um you know if if you've told a story if you've you know blogged or or done your own podcast in terms of something like this if you've got some great resources that you'd like to share that we can then share please reach out to us on delusions of grandeur podcast on facebook and instagram so that we can then make sure we share those out with everybody as well because the the more information knowledge is power as you've said um the more information we get out there hopefully the less we can see this mm. behavior um perpetuated mm, totally, totally. Yeah. right well well hopefully next week we'll talk about something a bit mm, less sad yeah i well again i don't think that this week's sad i i really do see it as a um it's frustrating and i get i just get angry i get really angry yeah. about it because yeah. um yeah i i don't like any person being made to feel yucky about themselves i don't like anybody being awful with power and control Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so but we are we're definitely going to change pace next week so Um, what are we talking about next week we're actually going to talk about collections and collecting and what sort of things we might collect Ooh, yeah yeah big episode for you i think so (laughs) maybe i collect a few things that's, that's good. I, I look forward to unpacking your, your vast collection of collections. <laughs> well, let's do it again next week. So, um, yeah, hook into us on our social media and uh, let us know if there's anything we can do to help you. If you're out there and we're the only person you want to talk to or can talk to, make sure you hit us up, okay? Uh, absolutely. Because we're here. Yep. Take care of yourself, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye.